Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. I got to tell you, it's a day. It's a day, Tuesday. You know, Tuesdays are my uh, my toughest day of the week. They are crazy busy from very early in the morning until very late at night. And uh, it is a very, very busy, crazy day. And, you know, when you have a lot of things happening, when things are busy, which they always are over here at, uh, at in Wren's Land, uh, you find out that... <clears throat> Sometimes you, your tolerance for abject stupidity and corruption is, well, limited, right? And my tolerance today for, for the corruption and the abject stupidity that I am surrounded by when I look around this country is just not real good. And it's not by the American people. See, we the people, some of the best people on the planet, and, you know, even some of some of the people who lean left, lean this, lean that, they're not bad. They're not evil people. They're just being misled and lied to by evil, corrupt monsters. There's almost nobody in this country that if I talked to and said, hey, you know, if someone created an experimental injection that was going to kill you, um, provided no benefit, does have a, a real risk of causing death or serious disability, uh, would you take it? They'd say, hell no. Not Democrat, not Republican, everybody would say that. But if you tell them it's called COVID vaccines, well, then they're all in because they've been lied to so much. Well, those are the kind of things we face. And we face this corruption and stupidity, and it comes from the top. And it's not, again, not a Democrat or Republican thing. And so uh, with that in mind, and against that backdrop, and given the fact that, you know, I mean, obviously I am not save Bobby Kennedy, I am not at all happy about the Democrats. I mean, the Democrats, uh, save Bobby Kennedy, are literally the worst party on the planet. And I'm not talking about the people who've been lied to. I'm talking about the party that sold them, their soul to socialism, communism, and any other corruption they can. The Republicans, however, are really not better. They're not. They're, they're, I mean, there's a couple of them that are better. Some of them are better. But largely, they are absolute trash. And right now, I am exceedingly fussy about this whole Trump thing going on, right? So Donald Trump, living his life, normal billionaire, uh, doing whatever billionaires do. Folks, for the record, I am not a billionaire. So I don't really know firsthand what billionaires do. So Donald Trump is living his life as a billionaire. He's living the good life. The Hollywood people love him. Everybody loves him. Uh, you know, he's, he's traveling around, living the good life, doing all these things. He looks around and he says, you know, our country really going to hell in a handbasket. He says, you know what? Uh, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to see if I can do something. You know, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. So Trump does that, decides he's going to run for president And back in uh, you know, 2015. He comes down the escalator and, hey, I'm going to run for president. Everybody's like, what? Who? Donald Trump? And nobody thought he had a chance in hell. But he did. 
and he won. Well, here's the problem. Donald Trump was an outsider. So Donald Trump didn't know that he was supposed to play the political game. He didn't know he was supposed to lie, cheat, and steal for his own benefit at the expense of the American people. Unfortunately, uh, this caused a lot of rift between him and everybody, not just the Democrats, but the Republicans. See, people like Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney were the two most crooked monsters in the entire Senate. Uh, and I say that in light of the fact that we have, you know, the Democrats. I don't know. You know there's a couple. Mansion's pretty, pretty close. But uh, yeah, anyways, so you've got all these crooks in the Senate, but the leaders here, you've got McConnell and Romney just absolutely winning the prize for the most corrupt monsters on the planet. And let me explain why I say that. See, you have a lot of corrupt Democrats that have sold their soul. There's no question about that. But, you know, Joe Biden's, uh, you know, 10% for the big guy. Well, that's a standard thing for Democrats. We all know that. If you don't know that, you need to get your head out of the sand. The thing about Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney is they're supposed to be on our side. So not only are they outright crooks, just like the rest of the Democrats, but they're crooks trying to pretend they're not. Well, this doesn't jive well with Donald Trump. But as crooks, and as crooks on the Republican side, Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell have to sometimes bite their tongue a little bit and pretend that they don't hate their base. Now, understand that Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney hate you. They hate you. They despise you. These people do not like the America First crowd. They do not believe in America First. They do not want America First. Mitt Romney's, a, you know, I mean, he's his own billionaire, and he just doesn't believe in it. Mitch McConnell uh, is bought and paid for, and uh, yeah, he he just believes in whatever the highest bidder says. I th I would be interested. You know, if someone really did a deep dive on Mitch McConnell. I would be very interested to see how much. Uh, he has in common with Joe Biden in terms of corruption. I would say it's probably a lot more than anybody realizes, but, you know, uh, I don't have anything to prove that. That's just my my opinion. So based on a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff that I hear. Um, so anyways, you've got these, these two buffoons, one guy that just doesn't like America and is already a billionaire. I mean, he's made his money off of our backs and now is ready to throw us under the bus. And then another guy who is, uh, you know, selling out right and left. But these two guys don't like Donald Trump. See, Donald Trump didn't know he was supposed to play the enrich Mitch McConnell game and enrich Mitt Romney game to ensure that he could consistently have their support. He thought he was actually supposed to come in and represent the American people. And that's what he did. And he didn't care about those games. He actually wanted to make America great again. He actually wanted to do these things. And that's what he did. And uh, to thank him for that, Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney have uh, gone on, well, I don't know, we're approaching a decade-long crusade trying to destroy Donald Trump. And today I look into the press and I see a couple things. So I've got a, a headline in The Hill, right? The Hill. Headline, McConnell declines to say whether Trump should be criminally charged for January 6th. 
Well, you know why Mitch McConnell is saying that? I believe Mitch McConnell was in on January 6th. I believe Mitch McConnell was acutely aware of all the things that, quote, air quotes, might happen. I believe Mitch McConnell, if we looked at everything he has, was probably aware and had meetings and conversations with Nancy Pelosi. And I believe that because I've had a number of people that I trust suggest that that's something I should look into. I think Mitch McConnell is absolutely a part of this. I think he knew what was going on, and I think he has been part of it from the beginning. He's a sellout and a crook. How about that, in my opinion? I do not like this man. Well, right now, you've got to remember, on J6, J6 is what they're using. It's always been part of the plan to keep Trump out. Well, what's McConnell been? He's been a never-Trumper from the beginning. He'll bite his tongue here and again so that he can keep his position as Senate majority and minority leader. He'll bite his tongue now and then so that he can continue pushing win red to undermine mega candidates. He'll continue to bite his tongue now and then so that he can continue to undermine from his position of power. But really, Mitch McConnell is one of the leading causes of dysfunction in the Republican Party. And in any sane world, Mitch McConnell would be thrown out of his position and censored by the party. The question is, why not? Why won't we do that? Well, that's for another segment. But uh, the fact that he will not stand against this indictment on Trump tells you all you need to know. Mitch McConnell will never be a Trump ally. Mitch McConnell is going to stab Donald Trump in the back every single opportunity he gets. He's going to use every bit of power, every bit of authority he has to ensure that Donald Trump is stabbed in the back every chance he gets. Uh, you know, he, he just, uh, here's his comment, and here's how he does this, because, you know, you can always count on the ED leader turtle to never, ever, ever say anything u- useful or relevant. Quote, I've said every week out, out here that I'm not going to comment on various candidates for the presidency, how I feel about that ex- uh, that I expressed at the time, but I'm not going to start getting into a sort of critiquing of various candidates for president. McConnell is a weak-kneed wuss. He is a spineless wimp. I absolutely, and he uses his, you know, I'm going to tell you something. For those of you that that listen regular and uh, know who I am and what I do, I don't like spineless wussies. The only thing worse than a a crook is a spineless crook, and that's Mitch McConnell. Just just this complete lack of a spine anywhere in his body. What a a piece of garbage. How does he look in the mirror? How do you look in a mirror? You can't stand for any, you use, you use this wussy, I don't want to take a stand to cover up for selling out. Literally, I'm a sellout and I'm going to use, uh, you know, this, this weak position to, be, what a piece of garbage. I'm sorry, folks. I, like I said, I'm grumpy today. I'm grumpy. Okay. So you've got Mitch McConnell over here. Well, now let's move on to Mitt Romney. Wall Street Journal has a op-ed from Mitt Romney, who's a billionaire off the backs of the American people, but does not believe that America should be first because he doesn't think everybody else should get into the same position he's in. Not everybody deserves to be able to, uh, to be a billionaire like Mitt Romney. He's better than you. 
Utah, what the hell are you doing? Come on, Utah. You can't do better than Mitt Romney. Really? Really? I get it. He's, you know, he's he's got the same faith as a lot of you, or at least he claims to. I don't know that he's got a whole lot of faith in anything. Uh, what's the story of Mitt Romney, the dog murderer? I'm, okay, I'm sorry. I hate to be, I hate to use the leftist stuff, but you know, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, come on, Utah, this is what you got. Well, I, you know, there's a story referencing his op-ed in Breitbart, and frankly, that's a better story than the than his op-ed because his op-ed is vomit. It's absolute vomit. Mitt Romney literally goes into the Wall Street Journal and says, hey, uh, we need you donors, you billionaires like me, wink, wink, nod, nod, to quit giving money to anyone but, uh, you know, uh, our chosen candidate that we want to beat Donald Trump. I think I know who that is, and I'm going to leave that out for right now. But, you know, Mitt Romney, he wants to get rid of all these. He says, we got to get rid of this plurality because Donald Trump will win and we don't want that. We can't have Donald Trump. And, you know, he just goes on this tirade, whining and complaining because Donald Trump, despite all of his work and Mitch McConnell's work, is still the absolute leader. There's, he seems almost untouchable. Despite Mitt Romney's best efforts, Mitt Romney, the monumental failure as a presidential candidate because nobody likes sellout wussies. And much like McConnell, he is, well, you know, I don't think Romney's as big of a sellout as McConnell. Romney is just a billionaire who hates America, in my opinion. I mean, he, he just thinks he's better than us. You know, no one else deserves to be a billionaire like him. He's wiser and smarter because he's a billionaire and you're not, folks. And you got to understand uh, if he made it that far, it shows how effective he is. Just ask him. But, uh, you know, a quote from the article, despite Donald Trump's apparent inevitability, a baker's dozen Republicans are hoping to become the party's 2024 nominee for president. That is possible for any of them if the field narrows to a two-person race before Donald Trump, Mr. Trump, Trump has the no- nomination sewn up. He does not want the guy that the American people want to be the candidate. Romney doesn't want him. He, he's, and he says, quote, for that to happen, Republican me- mega donors and influencers, large and small, are going to have to do something they didn't do in 2016. Get candidates they support to agree to withdraw if and when their paths to the nomination are effectively closed. Whatever we got to do, right, Mitt? Whatever we got to do to undermine the, the inevitable candidate, right? We do not want Donald Trump, just like in 2016, whatever you can do. Utah, this is the guy that you have as a senator. This is the guy that you sent to Congress. This is the guy leading you. He is mounting a coordinated assault with his weenie ED leader, Mitch McConnell buddy, to try and undermine America first and Donald Trump. Why is that? These are not Republicans, folks. These are not Republicans. If you support the Republican Party, ask yourself why the Senate minority leader and his lieutenant are against the the candidate that's leading by so far. He's right. Get all these people to drop out. Just support Trump because Trump is up by 9 million percent. They don't want that, though. 
They don't want that. McConnell doesn't want this. Anything that he can do. See, what this is, is this isn't about helping the Republican Party. This isn't about helping to secure a Republican victory. This is about stopping Donald Trump at all costs. And if that means costing the Republicans the presidency, well, you can count on Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney to do it because they don't care whatever they have to do to keep Trump out. That's all that matters. Folks, why would you support these two in anything? When are the Republicans going to call Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell and say, hey, we're tired of you undermining Donald Trump? I'm sick of it, folks. I'm sick of these cowards. I'm sick of these sellouts who are putting their interests above the interests of the Republican Party, the American people, and everything else. They don't want to make America great again. What they want is to undermine Donald Trump. That's all they want. That's all they care about because they get something out of it. What? What do they get out of it? That's what you got to ask yourself, folks. And you got to see what we got to stand up on this. This is unacceptable. Support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Renz Show. We'll be right back. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Okay, welcome back, folks. Uh, you know, boy, I'm fussy. Boy, I'm fussy. I think, you know what? I think we're going to take some steps. I think I've had enough. I think we're going to put out some stuff. I think we may, uh, may try and take some, some action here and see what we can do about leveraging our voice as American citizens, which we still are allowed to have to this day to see what we can do to to deal with this McConnell and, and, uh, Romney issue. I'm really grumpy about this folks. I mean, listen, you know, if DeSantis was up by, you know, 50 points and everything else and all these things and they wanted to push that, okay, whatever, you know. But these, I would understand, you know, the the party leaders doing what the party leaders 
ought to be doing. But that's not what's happening, folks. These guys are literally trying to undermine the front runner for the Republican nominee. They would rather lose the White House than have a guy who reflected the will of the American people. Think about that. Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney are actively working to, to fight against the will of their base. They're looking at this. They're seeing Donald Trump is up by 9 million points, and instead of supporting him, they're working to undermine him with the donors and everyone else. I mean, you know, implicit in Mitt Romney telling the donors don't fund candidates that don't have a chance against Trump is also don't fund Trump. That tells you everything that you need to know. You've got McConnell and, and Romney out there actively campaigning against a person. I mean, it's not like uh, Trump's up by five points. It's not like he's, you know, it's close. He's up by like 30 or more. I understand it's early, but, you know, when you're this far ahead, when you got someone with this much name recognition, I mean, if these guys actually gave a crap about the will of their base, they'd be all over supporting Donald Trump everywhere. They'd be sending money. They'd be supporting. They'd be doing whatever. But they aren't because they're corrupt. They're not for the Republican Party. They are for themselves only. They are against the will of the people. They are against their base. And the Republicans need to start waking up and standing up for what the will of the base is because the party's going to either split or fail. Those are the only two options. Our country's on fire, folks. A majority of this country is unified behind a single man to, to fix that. And a vast majority of Republicans are unified behind a single man to fit that, fix that. These crooks like Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell, who ride on your backs, need to get with the show or get out. I'm just sick of this, folks. I'm sick of it. Well, I want to move on to, uh, to another issue here. Okay, so we have, uh, we have Dick Durbin. Okay, this is... This, folks, this is the definition of stupidity. Okay, there, there's stupid and there's this. You want to know how dumb Dick Durbin is? Well, I, I don't actually think I have words, but I'm going to tell you about this story. So headline, the Blaze Media. God bless Glenn Beck. Democratic Senator Dick Durbin tests positive for COVID-19 for third time within a year. Third time, folks. Within a year. Do you know how many times I've had COVID? Once. Maybe twice. I might have got one of the variants. Uh, but, you know, the second time really didn't even register. And, uh, you know, frankly, neither of them were a big deal. But, you know, I had ivermectin and I had all these other things. I, I took vitamin D and zinc. And I was not an idiot. And nor did I take uh, the COVID jab. But Democratic Senator Dick Durbin, moron, from Illinois, uh, he announced on Sunday that he has tested positive for COVID-19 again. Quote, unfortunately, I tested positive for COVID-19 today. I'm disappointed to have to miss critical work on the Senate's NDAA this week in Washington. Consistent with CDC guidelines, I'll quarantine at home and follow the advice of my doctor while I work remotely, Durbin tweeted. Dick Durbin, you're an idiot. You've got COVID for the third time this year because you keep getting jabs and following CDC guidelines. 
you're going to probably die from this if you continue being that stupid. And while you may, it may not be much of a loss for this country if you did die, I don't wish that on you. I actually wish you well. I hope you will wake up and realize that you've been used and lied to just like the rest of us, and apparently you're so dumb you still believe this. You know, this whole thing leads me to ask the question, is Dick Durbin that corrupt or that stupid? Because that's the, the, literally the only two possible explanations for you still listening to the CDC at this point are either corruption or stupidity. I, that's it. Now, I don't for a second believe that Dick Durbin is not corrupt. I mean, he does go to Washington for a living. But, I mean, you know, the corruption it doesn't usually manifest itself through you doing things that are going to, you know, potentially take your own life or uh, make you sick or physically injured. I, you know, I actually think he might legitimately be that stupid. Is it possible that anybody's that stupid? I mean, at this point that you're still telling me you're going to follow CDC guidelines and quarantine at home. I mean, really? Uh, this is, this is, uh, well, he is a Democrat. I don't know. Maybe he is that dumb. Okay, in a related headline, headline, Daily Mail, Tori Kelly rushed to hospital after collapsing at L.A. restaurant and losing consciousness. Singer remains in ICU as she's traded for life-threatening blood clots in legs and lungs. Geez, I wonder if she was vaccinated. Hmm. I don't even know who Tori Kelly is. I have no idea who she is, but apparently she's a big name. So I've tweeted this. Died suddenly, anybody? I hope she doesn't die. I pray for her. I pray that she's healthy and recovers, but I'm guessing she got a whole bunch of COVID jabs, which means there isn't a whole lot of likelihood that she does recover. At the end of the day, you've got to understand something. If you get jabbed, you have a very high likelihood of getting dead. Okay? Died suddenly is real. The COVID jabs are poison. And apparently, you know, here's the thing. I'm calling on her spokespeople and her people to immediately announce whether or not she's been vaccinated, if so, how many times, and anything else she can about that. Because we can't save Tori Kelly from her blood clots or death. But if she, her, the vaccines are causing it, she needs to make that public so that we can save others from the same stupidity. Further, further... We also need to make sure that we've got investigations and things like that going on to how many people are dying from this. So she needs to make it out. Plus, remember, folks, uh, you had to show your vaccine passport or your vaccine card to get into restaurants or go to work. You lost your job if you weren't vaccinated. It's uh, Don't tell me it's nobody's business about her private medical uh, stuff because that's garbage. Her vaccine status is world uh, the knowledge for the world. Everybody should know it. I mean, it's, a, it's the world's business, right? Your vaccine status is not private unless you're dying suddenly. Then all of a sudden, you know, well, it's, it's super secret, right? Headline, The Sun. Uh, Chris Bart Williams at 49, dead. Ex-Premier League star passes away in one of the darkest days in Nottingham Forest history. So you got a legendary soccer star. Great player, great health. I mean, he is a soccer star. 
What, he's not in good shape? Died suddenly. I wonder what caused that. Uh, I don't see anything in the story talking about him dying from the COVID jab, but, you know. Okay, now let's move on. White House Democrat chief, uh, chef, drowns uh, near Obama's mansion, InfoWars, right? We keep having these guys die suddenly. Now, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, what's this guy's name, uh, this chef? Oh, I can't recall his name. you got Campbell, and then you've got this other guy, and I've got it here. Let me look, folks, because this is worth looking at. Uh, these guys are are uh, dropping dead all over, right and left, and uh, there's no question what the problem is. They're all vaccinated. I mean, you know, this is just insanity. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go, folks. Um, fell off his bat- paddleboard, right? Okay, so I've got photos of this guy swimming laps and doing other things. He's a great shape, very fit, healthy guy. Um, died suddenly, right? But he drowned. It was just a paddleboard accident, right? Now, I've heard rumors out there that this is, uh, you know, related to the fact that he knew too many things about Obama and uh, Michelle uh, and and those sorts of things. And maybe that's possible. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I certainly wouldn't put it past him. and worked for the Clintons. But you know, at the same time, uh, I think it's far more likely that he just, you know, stroked out and had a heart attack from uh, the vaccines. Probably died suddenly. That's what happens. Uh, Tafan, uh, Tafan, or Tafari, Tafan Campbell. Anyways, but you know, this guy's a good athlete, young, healthy. Just drop dead, drop dead. How many people got to die from these vaccines before we start asking questions? We, the people, are asking questions. But people like Dick Durbin are too stupid to ask questions. How many died suddenly does there have to be? I think I posted two or three of them on Twitter last night or yesterday. I mean, how many guys got to drop dead from these vaccines before someone says, yeah, you know, maybe this is a bit of an issue. Maybe we're all dying from them. By the way, they're getting ready to make the next round. And they're going to put them in your food supply, folks. They're already in pigs. They're making transmissible for, for veggies and other such things and animals. You have transmissible vaccines that are going to be in the food supply. You're going to have transmissible vaccines in mosquitoes. They can aerosolize them. They can spray them. I don't know. I wonder if that works with chemtrails. I don't know. I have no idea about that, folks. That's wildly uh, conspiratorial. I have absolutely nothing to back that they can do it with that. Uh, By the way, did you know, folks, that they did a FOIA and the chemtrail thing about putting stuff in the air? They're actually, that's actually uh, factual. Did you know that? I I was very surprised with that. The chemtrail thing always seemed bizarre to me, but uh, apparently it's real. We got the the FOIA, we got the documents, that's government's doing it. But I guess it shouldn't be a surprise. I mean, Bill Gates does want to cloud the world so that he can uh, stop global warming. Actually, what they really want to do is just kill people because they're just monsters. That's in my opinion. I mean, that's what I think about it. But anyways, you know, folks, these vaccines, and I've said this a million times, but I'm going to keep saying it because it bears repeating. 
In October of 2020, the FDA saw a presentation and talked about the fact that they were going to monitor for myocarditis and blood clots and uh, strokes and deaths and uh, reproductive issues. They've been tracking how many, how much of this is happening from these vaccines since the beginning. They have all that data. Do you know they aren't sharing it? Do you know why? I don't. I'd love to know why. Why is that data available? Why can't I get all the information? Why isn't that shared with the public? Shouldn't we know about this? I mean, where is it? What reports have came out of that? This isn't a tough thing to find. It's right there. They look at it all the time. I mean, this is as clear as day, but where is this? Where is this information? Why are they hiding it? I'll tell you, you all know why they're hiding it, because everybody's dying from these. The FDA knew what they were doing. They knew what was going to happen. They knew how many people were going to die. I want to bring something else up. Steve Kirsch and Bobby Kennedy and a bunch of these guys have done a great job about talking about vaccines in general, talk about autism and all the other issues. And Kirsch in particular has done an exceedingly good job of talking about the larger picture with vaccines in terms of their dangers. Now, I can't say that I can say that there's no use for vaccines ever. Um, I'm sure that at some point, somewhere, there was some useful vaccine that was done. I don't know what. But what I do know is that I don't, I don't trust any of them anymore. I would not take a single vaccine from any manufacturer in this universe right now, nor would I let my family. We are officially anti-vax at this point, from beginning to end. There will never be another needle that enters my arm, period. Not like that. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just not going to happen. Listen, when you find out how much and how frequently these guys lie about the science, how can you trust them? How can you trust them anywhere? So I don't trust the FDA. I don't trust the CDC. I don't trust the Department of Health and Human Services. And I don't trust any of Big Pharma. So I'm not taking their crap. I'm going to avoid it at all costs. The other thing is, is that, you know, when we look at vaccines specifically, why do they need immunity from lawsuits? Let me ask you the simplest question I can ask you about this. If vaccines are truly safe and effective, why do they need to be immune from lawsuits for, for injury? Can you explain that to me? You wouldn't, no other industry on the planet has complete immunity from products liability, but vaccines, the vaccine industry. Why? Other drugs aren't immune. Other medical things aren't immune. No one else is immune, only vaccines. Why do vaccines get a pass? No matter what they do to you, there's nothing you can do other than go to vaccine court. Why is that? If they're safe and effective, you wouldn't think there'd be too many issues. And here's a dirty secret. If they're not safe and effective and the lawyers can sue, they will either have to quit making it or make it safe and effective. So what you're doing by creating immunity is creating a situation where the lawyers can't fight to keep you safe, where the product manufacturers have no incentive to make it safe. They don't care if it's safe. Why would they care? They make their money either way. They don't care, folks. They don't. They're making money off of killing people. 
the more vaccines they can make, the better it is for them. This is an exceedingly egregious thing, and you can't miss it if you look at the science on this. Sherry Tenpenny, Bobby Kennedy, all these people who've been fighting in the vaccine world for so long have been dead right from the beginning. These are not safe. They're not effective. This is an absolute disaster. No industry needs this kind of immunity if they're producing a safe product. These are not safe products. These are a disaster. They're being made, and people are profiting off of suffering and death, and there's no recourse for the people who are suffering and dying. This is a horrible, egregious thing, and people like Dick Durbin, who have a responsibility to look into this stuff for their constituents, are responsible either through negligence or stupidity for these deaths and injuries. It doesn't matter whether he's negligent, whether he's willfully blind, whether he's corrupt or just stupid. Regardless, he's responsible for this. He and his ilk, like Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney, are responsible for this because they have not done anything about it. Need your support at the Tom Renz Show. Need you to share this show. We need you to go to TomRenz.com. Follow us on Rumble, on Substack, on uh, uh, everywhere. Just follow us everywhere, folks. We'll be right back. was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers.
Okay, everybody, welcome back and welcome to the Stack O Stuff. So, you know, we do a lot of quick hits on Stack of Stuff, but this first story requires a little bit more time. So I'm going to dig into this a little bit, right? So for those of you who know that, uh, you know, my mentor, my legal mentor, his name was Henry T. King Jr. He's an amazing man, a brilliant, brilliant guy. He probably would have had a, a fit over some of my political leanings, but uh, you know, my times have changed and my knowledge of what's going on has changed. But Henry was a Nuremberg prosecutor and he always visioned a world of peace, a world brought together under a common cause, you know, this, that, and other. And I loved his vision. I loved his ideals. And uh, frankly, I love the whole concept. But the problem is, is that the whole globalist thing can't work because people are evil. There's too much evil in the world. Right. The only way we can come together under any sort of a global governance is for the whole world to embrace freedom, to embrace individual liberty. If that happens, we can all come together. But until such time, we cannot come together where you have some countries that are using their position to control and manage the people in a way that is unethical and wrong. So, uh, you know, this is really important because one of the things that Henry did was he was an, as a Nuremberg prosecutor, he spent a lot of time you know, looking at what happened there, looking at the Great War. And interestingly enough, one of the people that Henry spent a fair bit of time interviewing and working on as a prosecutor and afterwards was Albert Spears. Now, Albert Spears is not as well known as, say, Himmler or some of these other guys, but uh, he was actually a far bigger figure. Spears in World War II was an architect. He was uh, the architect, and he was probably the closest thing Hitler had to an actual friend. Uh, it's Hitler. So Hitler didn't have friends because he was Hitler. He was just the embodiment of evil. But uh, Spears was probably the closest thing he had. Now, Hitler, according to Henry, Hitler was a uh, frustrated architect. He liked that whole field and that whole idea, but he just didn't have uh, the personal talent in that field. And so he liked uh, working with Spears because Spears was very good at it. And so Spears was... Uh, Really, he carried a lot of authority within the, the Nazi regime. And, you know, much, much like every other Nazi, I mean, he was a part of pure evil. I mean, it's just pure, pure evil. Uh, but the Nazis and uh, their, their ilk and their teachings and their approach and everything about them, yeah, they don't seem to have gone away. I mean, we see so many things that just mimic what happened pre-World War II occurring right now. And this is really a tragedy. Uh, you know, we, we promised to never forget, but we forgot. Well, there's a wonderful article in the American thinker today, and I really liked this article. It resonated with me. And, uh, this is titled Albert Spears warning to the West about the rise of technocracy. And, uh, you know, they go into this and they talk about uh, this. I'm going to actually just read a few different key parts here. Uh, the term technocracy is nothing new to our political lexicon. It's been around for decades and is commonly associated with totalitarian leftist regimes who appoint technical elitist experts to manage specialized sector, their regime's military economy, and other civil sectors. The technocracy's effect is to nullify the will of the people. Now, let's stop right there. That is dead accurate. How many times have you heard, follow the science? The science, follow the experts. Well, they're the experts, just follow them. 
What do you mean you want to be free? The expert said it's a bad idea. What do you mean you don't want to lock down in your house for 14 days to flatten the curves? Anthony Fauci said it's a good idea, and he's the expert. What do you mean that, that you don't like social distancing? Well, I understand that you may not think that there's any science to back that up, but Anthony Fauci said there is, and he's an expert, so we got to listen to him, even if he's a liar and a crook. That's exactly what's happening. And uh, the Nazis were built up on technocracy. That's how the Nazi party came to power. A lot of people don't understand this. A lot of people don't know this because they don't teach us. And, uh, you know, naturally they don't, they don't point back to this. So uh, reading from the article, Speer was central to Hitler's vision for Germany. He laid out the grandiose architectural plans for the Third Reich's capital and kept the bulk of the German armaments machine running, even as the lights dimmed around Hitler's failed vision of a thousand-year reign of unopposed power. He was no less diabolical than his peers. In fact, I would argue uh, that he may have been more diabolical. Speer's, uh, you know, and I, I can only base this on what I've read and, you know, what Henry told me and, you know, what I've learned over the years. But Speer's, he knew how to pull these strings in ways that a lot of the other Nazis didn't. He wasn't a blunt instrument. He used his knowledge and his power to work around while abdicating some of the responsibility, right? Uh, so, you know, this is a big deal. And technocracy is crucial. So during Speer's trial, and, you know, most of the Nazis, most of the Nazi leadership got hung. Uh, they, were all, they were all sentenced to death. Speer's did two things. First of all, he, he apologized on the stand. And second of all, Speer's uh, did something that also probably kept him from hanging. And that is, uh, you know, when the, uh, the allies were coming in and it was clear that everything was going to lose, you know, Henry told me a story about how uh, Hitler put out the order to burn everything so the allies couldn't take any of the factories or infrastructure or anything else. And apparently, uh, Speer's uh, defied this order. He's one of the few people that survived ignoring an order from Hitler. And he convinced the Fuhrer that the reason he did this was because the German people were going to need some infrastructure after the war. They were going to need places to work and things to do. And, and uh, if for whatever reason, Hitler decided this was not uh, was okay and he wasn't going to have Spears killed for that. Well, I would argue that those two things are the reason Spears didn't get, get hung like the rest of the Nazi leaders even though Spears was, I would argue, uh, just as, as uh, guilty, if not more so, than many of the others. But during his trial, uh, Spears had a couple quotes that were really important, and I'm going to read this in its entirety because I want you to hear this. And this is a quote from the article quoting Spears in his trial. I want you to hear this, folks. We cannot forget the wisdom of our past or the knowledge of our past. Quote, Hitler's dictatorship was the first dictatorship of an industrial state in this age of modern technology, a dictatorship which employed to perfection the instruments of technology to dominate its own people. By means of such instruments of technology as the radio public address systems, 80 million persons could be made to subject to the will of one individual. Telephone, teletype, and radio made it possible to transmit the commands of the highest levels directly to the lowest organs 
where because of their high authority, they were executed uncritically. Thus, many of his offices and squads received their evil commands in this direct manner. The instruments of technology made it possible to maintain a close watch over all citizens and to keep criminal operations shrouded in a high degree of secrecy. To the outsider, this state apparatus may look like the seemingly wild tangle of cables in a telephone exchange, but like such an exchange, it would be directed by a single will. Dictatorships of the past needed assistance of high quality in the lower ranks of the leadership, also men who could think and act dependently, independently. The authoritarian system in the age of technology can do without such men. The means of communication alone enable it to mechanize the work of lower leadership. Thus, the type of uncritical receiver of orders is created. The more technological the world becomes, the greater is the danger. As the former minister in charge of highly developed armaments economy, it is my last duty to state every country in the world may be dominated by technology, but in an age of modern dictatorship, this seems to me to be unavoidable. Therefore, the more technological the world becomes, the more essential will be the demand for individual freedom and self-awareness of the individual human being as a counterpoise to technology. Folks, this is one of the most important things I have been reminded of in recent history. The words of Albert Spears were not only wise, but borderline prophetical. When I listen to him and compare that to Yuval Noah Harari and Klaus Schwab and the leaders of the Great Reset, the Bill Gates, the Mark Zuckerbergs, all these people who are using their technocracies to, to control the world, a single dictator can now do more than, than was ever imaginable. He can send messages directly to, to his troops all over the place. The, the control is mind-blowing. The surveillance is mind-blowing. And all of this just is the manifestation of improved technology. The push for Nazi-type leaders, when Yuval Noah Harari talks about if only Hitler and Stalin had had the technology of today, this is precisely what he's talking about. He is a historian. Yuval Noah Harari is a historian. He's not a, a science guy. What he's talking about is this. He, what he's talking about is precisely what Albert Speer's warned of. Yet Harari pushes for more surveillance. He push, pushes for exactly what Hitler wanted. The World Economic Forum is pushing for exactly what Hitler wanted. And is that a surprise? Look at Klaus Schwab's family heritage. Folks, the Nazis are coming. I want you to hear me, and I want you to consider what's happening. I want you to read this article. I want you to consider the words of Albert Spears, and I want you to think about where we are. I urge you to look at this. History's repeating, we've forgotten. We said we'd never forget. We vowed we'd never forget. We've forgotten. This is crucial, folks. Please take a look at this. All right, moving on. Uh, okay, headline, update, Fox News changes, what? Satanic temple donations? That's right, folks. For those of you still watching Fox News, both of you, 
Uh, last Friday, the Blaze dropped an exclusive on Fox News and its new giving program. Sources inside Fox confirmed that the company matches up to 1,000 donations for a number of far-left charity organizations, including the Satanic Temple, Planned Parenthood, the Trevor Project, and the Southern Poverty Law Center. Fox is supporting the Satanic Temple. Are you kidding me? Folks, Fox News, they're not right-leaning anymore. There's nothing about them that's right anything. They've been bought out. They've sold their soul. They started when they sold out to the big pharma, and now they're sold out entirely. If they're supporting the Satanic Temple, Fox News needs to be boycotted, just like everybody else. And uh, I am officially done with Fox News in all ways, as done before, which is fine because I've been banned from them from the beginning. But uh, if you're still listening to Fox News, folks, you're part of the problem. All right. Uh, Headline, rare. Musk to make Twitter and everything app changes logo to X. Well, this is true. Uh, You know, Musk is... Well, he's changing it in everything app, your media. Everything is going to be on Twitter. Uh, he's going to he's going to take on threads. He's going to take on everything. He's going to put it all right there. Now, the question is, is he going to make sure that we can actually communicate with each other and that they quit with the shadow banning? Now, what I don't know is whether the shadow banning is more of a manifestation of DOJ interference a manifestation of changes in Twitter policy to promote Twitter, or simply just shadow banning. I don't know. And I'm calling on Elon Musk. Uh, Some of the stuff I'm seeing indicates to me that maybe some of the shadow banning is less shadow banning, more about policies uh, that are based on promoting the Twitter ecosystem, right? So, for example, uh, if you post links... Uh, it doesn't get the same push as if you keep you keep everything posted to Twitter, from what I see. Uh, someone just, Vigilant Fox, my buddy, uh, told me about that the other day. There's a lot of stuff like that. So I don't know what's going on. But if Musk is legitimately trying to make sure that Twitter remains free speech, but still limiting things to try and ensure that it stays within that ecosystem, he needs to communicate it better because we aren't hearing it. We, the people, don't know it. And we're very, very skeptical because of all this, the corruption and censorship. So, you know, I'm calling on Elon Musk. I don't know that he's going to hear this, but I'm calling on him to, uh, to hear what we're saying on this. So, and to communicate better what's going on. Uh, whoever's in charge of his communication is, is horrific. I mean, they just, there's so many changes at Twitter. We can't keep up with the policy, can't keep up with this, can't keep up with that. You know, there's a lot of people there and we can communicate effectively when we're allowed to, but we never know what we can do to communicate. Uh, That's a failure. That's a failure on their part, and the communications department needs to do better. All right, headline. DOJ will allow Delaware U.S. Attorney to testify before House Judiciary Committee. Uh, Won't allow 10 other DOJ employees. So they're going to let this uh, Weiss guy testify. They're not going to allow any of the other people that the Oversight Committee wants to do. Why Jim Jordan... Did you continue to agree to fund the DOJ when they're not allowing oversight, when they're not doing what they're doing? I mean, just give them money. Don't worry. They're not going to let you see what they're doing, Jim, but you just keep voting to give them money. You know the debt ceiling increase? You know the NDAA? I didn't see any uh, money getting cut out of uh, the DOJ and the NDAA. 
None. What's going on here? Jordan, do you not care that they're ignoring you? Do you not care that they're making a fool out of you? I didn't hear you calling for cuts to the DOJ. I didn't hear you introducing any amendments. I didn't hear you saying, McCarthy, if you don't include these amendments, we're going to throw you out of the speakership. Where are you at, Jim? Or are you just talking? Folks, I got to tell you, I'm getting wildly unpopular. Democrats hate me. Republicans hate me. I keep talking out. I'm not supposed to talk about the Republicans, especially our Freedom Caucus leaders. I mean, they're supposed to be the Freedom Caucus. We're all supposed to trust them. I'm just sick of it, folks. I'm sick of it. These guys keep getting headlines. They keep getting, you know, millions of views, millions of this, millions of that. But all they do is talk. Nothing else. I don't care. I just don't care anymore, folks. I'm done with this nonsense. Uh, you know, man up or shut up. Okay. Uh, headline, just the news. Delaware court blocks release of Biden Senate papers. Uh, university is not going to give out these papers because they said they're not going to, and the Delaware court said they don't have to, and so that's that. And so don't worry that Joe Biden has all sorts of classified documents that he took and all sorts of stuff that he took and all sorts of documents showing his corruption that he took. Uh, they're just going to keep it all hidden for Joe Biden until, uh, you know, well, presumably after the next election because, you know, they don't care at all. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is going to be indicted for everything on the planet, plus some, even though he didn't do anything wrong. Double standard, two-tier justice system, folks, sure looks like it to me. You know, the courts will bend over backwards to find a way to appease Biden and his, his regime. But uh, Trump, well, you know, we'll see about that. Tired of the corruption, folks. Need your support at TomRens.com. Support us on Locals, Rumble, Substack, everywhere. And uh, share the Tom Wren Show all over the place in the America Out Loud Network. Thanks for listening.